Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, the synchronizer is pretty good now. But, um, just trust, in case. I don't trust. Nah. Yeah, nah. Sometimes, sometimes you have to go back and like. I don't. I don't yeah. trust the. I mean, I. It's convenient, but I'm old school, man. Clap it in camera so this way. That way you know later exactly. Later on, I ain't gotta go. Ah, man, it's all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what I was doing for a while. I was just like, oh, trying to figure out. But all right, so here we go. All right, here we go. Yo, welcome to the Shot by Dame podcast and welcome back to another episode. It's been a while. We're in a new location. Um, I just want to get a quick couple shout outs. Um, one to Matt, Powerhouse Podcasting, my partner. Um, thank you for allowing us to be here. Another quick shout out to Mike's Perspective, who usually runs the cameras. Today, he's not able to run the cameras, but um, he will be back soon. So we'll be waiting on him. Um, I'm super excited to show you guys who uh, who's here today, who's going to be on the podcast with me. Um, He's an inspire, inspiring creator. Um, I'm really stoked to have him here. Um, so what's up, man? How's it going? Hey, how you doing? I'm good. I'm great. Uh, thank you for coming on to the podcast. Thank I you. appreciate it. Thanks for having um, me. Especially such like a random, you know what I'm saying? Like I know I hit you up really randomly. Yeah. So, um, but, and you actually responded pretty quickly. And I was like, I was kind of surprised. I was like, maybe he won't respond at all. I thought maybe you just had too much traffic coming through. Like uh, maybe too many people. Um, and No, man, I, you know, I, if someone asks me something, I, I usually respond. That's dope. Unless you're a bot or spam. Yeah, yeah for sure. Or some hot chick yeah. is going, yeah, follow this Follow this, yeah. yeah I'm for probably real. not going to respond to that, you know? <laughs> or do you want to buy Do you want to buy your uh, followers and likes? I get a lot of yeah. those things where they just start sending me like, do you want to buy this or buy that? or Yeah, or you get those, uh, those random people and you're like, I know this is not you. So then I just... Yeah. I just start a fake conversation about how they owe me money. <laughs> and then I just see where it goes. Yeah, they just they'll stop responding. Just like, yeah. But um so yeah, thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Oh, de I, definitely thank you for showing up. Um, so how has your 2021 started? How did my twenty I think it started crappy just like everyone else's. Everybody, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure. Anything that's um cause you know, like everybody was just like 2020 is about to be over, can't wait to 2021. And it really doesn't seem too different. Um, I think we're kind of like. I, I'll, I'll tell you what's different for me. Like, like I, I'm older, right? Like older people watch the news. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And man. after the, the Capitol riots and everything. Yeah. Yo, bro, I was so ready for change. You could have put <laughs> Mickey Mouse in office and I would have been like, yeah, just get him in. Cause I, I'm done with this. Like I just, I just want to go back to not having to watch the news. You know? Yeah, so, for sure. So in that regards, yo, 2021 hasn't been that bad. Yeah. But uh, I did get my my second vaccination shot the other day. Okay. How are you um, feeling? I, uh, I feel good. It yeah. didn't bother me. I had COVID over the summer. It scared the hell out of me. I think I seen a video. And I think you got it around the same time I got it. July? Yeah, yeah July, yep. man. I remember yeah. the date. I remember every, like, bro, I remember every, that's how bad uh, I got it. I just like, I remember the hours. Like, dude, hey, did it yeah. not suck? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, I, sure. I've never experienced something like that, man. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I... I'm not playing with this, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm an optimist. The glass is always half full. So for sure. Yeah. I definitely like, I took it serious since the beginning. Mm -hmm. And when I got it, I was like, okay, this is exactly what, what they're saying can happen. Yeah. Um, and it kind of put you in that mind state of like, oh my God, like, yeah. I mean, cause it's a crapshoot. You don't know. Like you yeah. could be like one person that goes, oh, it never bothered me. And you could be the other person who's like, oh, you're not talking anymore. Cause you're dead, you know? Yeah, and, for sure. and that's the, that's the scary part. Yeah. It's definitely. The part where you just. You're just unsure, you know? Yeah, definitely. So. Um, but yeah, 2021's, I mean, hopefully we keep getting better. 
Um, I feel like, you know, me the same way. I'm always trying to be positive on how we can move forward and get better. Yeah. So I'm hoping that. But, you know, 20, 2020 wasn't still wasn't bad to me other than, yeah, I had a social distance. Yeah. Um, But I work from home. So for me, it was just like it was kind of the norm for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm it wasn't too to, different. It wasn't too different other Definitely. than uh, traveling. I didn't get a chance to travel mm. the way I normally like to travel. And that was the part that sucked for me. For sure. Um, so just for people who don't really know who you are, mm -hmm. um, can we give them like a quick little rundown of who are you? Maybe just, um, in general, um, far as family, far as a person, what do you like characteristics? Um, well, I mean, it, I'm just a, I'm a dad, right? I, I have two children, uh, That's dope. 22 and 20. I've, I've been married for, I'm going on 25 years 25 now. years of marriage? 20, I'm going on 25 years of marriage. Um, I'm a photographer. I do video. I do web development. I do graphic design. I do social media management. Damn. Um, I podcast. Um, I vlogged um, for like 237 days straight. Straight. And I got burnt out by two thirty day two thirty seven. <laughs> I was done. Like yeah. I couldn't do it. You know, um, I, I do a lot of different things, man. I um I inspire people. I for sure. I try to help people and I try to give people a different view on life. And um, you know, I just try to look, my goal in life is this. You should not walk away from me feeling drained. For like sure. you, I, like you, there's people you meet, yeah. you talk to them and, and you're, you're like, like, yo, uh, what the fuck yeah. just happened? <laughs> For sure. What the, what yeah. the, man, what the fuck is going on in their life? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, damn. Like it just, you, it just brings you like, yeah. Like, like, you know, like, gets... you, like you're like, yo, somebody pray for me right now. Cause that person <laughs> is in the shitter right now. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And I'm just like, yo, if you come to me, you're not going to feel that way. Yeah. If anything, you're going to feel empowered. I'm going to challenge you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm That's just, dope though. I'm just going to challenge you. Mm -hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to every word that you say and whatever words you use, I'm going to go, why did you use that word? Yeah. And I don't know. That's just kind of how I am. I've kind of always been like this. And you know where you got that from? Like how did that like develop in your life? Uh, my mom, my mom, um, she was, you know, this positive person who just, she just kind of made me this way. Uh, like, like I'm like her little Frankenstein, you know what I'm saying? And uh, <laughs> I, I miss her. She's she's not here. I lost her a couple years ago, almost two years ago to oh, damn. to okay. cancer. And but she kind of made me this way. And uh, you know, it just just I am who I am, you know. And you know that she was a positive person, and I've kind of just taken that and I kind of put my own twist on how I do it. But yeah, I mean, um, I just I like to see people win, man. Yeah. I like to see. You know, people succeed, man. I I don't care if it's me. I don't care if it's you. I don't care if it's your mother. You anybody like I yeah. like. There's enough. There's enough on this earth to go around for all of for us. everybody for sure. Not right. A lot of people think that way. No, not at it's all. It's crazy. No, it's crazy. That I think it's. I want to say it's like my generation. I feel that way, but maybe it's because I have more people that are around. They, you don't. You but, think your generation doesn't feel that way? Like it, there's not enough to go around. I feel it's kind of like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I think they just have the wrong thinking, man. Yeah, I think it's um our mindset as well. I think yeah. everything is weird, man. Like, because um, I'm I'm the same way. I always feel like I feel like I could reach out to everybody and talk to people. And then like when I first started photography, I kind of felt it was more like nobody really gave you like not even a chance to talk. Yeah, you know. Um, so I kind of just felt like why 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 not reach out? And then I'm thinking like some people are like are just too busy. 
But like, like you said, I, you know, you do a lot of stuff. Photographers are funny people, man. Yeah. Like photographers are really funny people. Creatives are really funny people. They're sensitive. Okay. And, 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 and everybody's like, it's my, I only, I know how to put light right here and I, and I'm not <laughs> yeah. going to share it with yeah. anybody, you yeah. know? Um, you know, I'm, I'm just not that way. Like, if you ask me something, I'm going to go, look, this is exactly how I did it. Now take it and, and make yeah. it your own. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You know? I don't feel like everything, anything should be like, you have to do it exactly that way. Like you yeah. can find other ways to, um, it's funny that you said that though. Um, kind of how you said they're sensitive. Cause, um, I just had someone who, who messaged me on Instagram, and uh, I, th- I don't know if you know him. He was a uh, he's a DJ here. He was a photographer too. His name's uh, Joseph Gomez, Jogo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so um, I, I did a video one night on um, Instagram, and like he had messaged me, and um, it was like a big message. And as soon as I started, he was like, "Hey, I hope you don't take this wrong," you know. And so immediately I'm thinking like, "Oh dang, like, like what? Like, you know, what is it?" But he pretty much just kind of critiqued me on how I was speaking to the camera, and it's crazy because like. I've critiqued myself on it. I know what I do. Um, he's pretty much telling me like, hey, like um, you should try to work on not saying um a lot. Mm-hmm. He's like, when you talk a lot, he's like, I'm, I'm listening to you and you're saying um a lot. Yeah. He's like, there's ways to kind of, you know, get around that. I've had to deal with it because he was on the radio. And like, I feel like I took it like, I didn't take it like, like why are you telling me that? I didn't take it like offensive at all. Nothing. I was like, bro, like, thank you for sharing that because I'm thinking people aren't even noticing. But yeah. I noticed it in my head and I'm like, I need to check that. Cause I've been trying, like we've talked about making bloopers cause how much I say it. Yeah. And I'm just like, I really need to like calm down. So when he, he put that, I'm like, that's dope to share that because not a lot of people will share it. Cause some people are sensitive and they won't, they won't take it very, you know, like most of them, most artists are hella sensitive and yeah. they'll probably go, why the fuck are you telling me anything? I didn't ask for your help. You <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. For sure. Um, but the fact that what it is, is that Joseph saw something in you. Yeah. He saw enough in you to go, yo man, let me like, I, if you just did this one little thing, and I think that's what, see, people think that being great is this major jump from, from like over here to over here. And what they don't realize, it's not. Yeah. Being great at something, it's this one little tiny little thing that you do yeah. that takes you to this whole other level. For sure. And that is where, but if you, but. Think about it, though. If you're a photographer and you're already intimidated and scared, yeah, you're not going to listen to anybody because you're you're already hurt and broken. And photography or whatever craft you're in is your barrier to to protecting Kinda, yeah. yourself. So when someone attacks it, you, you get super defensive. You right? get super defensive because. Because really, you're just a broken person, but but you found something that you're really good at, and that's how you express yourself. And but you know, when someone who is at a higher level and is is making money doing this, and they critique you, it's not because they're trying to say you suck. They're trying to say, "Yo, I see the potential, and if you just made this one little, yeah, you know, it's like um, you know." I'm a big basketball guy. Okay? Yeah. I love basketball. I've gone basketball tournaments up and down the state. I've seen some of the best talent, NBA players, players that have come out of Bakersfield. And we'll go to these tournaments where it's a, a, a pro-am tournament, right? So guys who have played in the NBA, guys who have played Division One college, uh, you know, Division Three overseas, 
And what you realize is like, these guys are really good. Yeah. But then an NBA player shows up <laughs> and you realize that it's not the, it's not the big thing that they do. It's the small little things that they do that make them in the NBA. And these guys can't, can't get, get in the there. NBA. Sure. It's the little things, man. Yeah. You know, I was talking to a photographer the other day and I pointed out some things in his work that he didn't see. Yeah. He took it good or he took it good. That's dope. And then, but then it opened his eyes and that, and now his eyes are like, Oh shit. For sure. Oh, I, I okay. Uh, the Bakersfield, California in 2012, the photo, uh, the photo editor there was a guy named Alex. The assistant photo editor was a guy named Mike Fagans and me and Mike had become friends. And Mike was trying to get me assignments to shoot for the Bakersfield, California. Okay. Yeah. And by this time, I'm like, yo, I've been doing this for like seven years. I'm like, I'm I'm good. So they give me an assignment. I don't know if you guys remember the uh, the kid from Centennial, Cody, uh, Cody Kessler. He ended up playing. Oh, okay, yeah, he plays for the for, Cleveland Browns, yeah, yep. right? Um, he was like the California Player of the Year in basketball and football. Basketball too. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, he could ball, man. And so I take these photos, these portraits of him out at Centennial High School. Bro, I'm like, yo, I nailed these photographs, right? <laughs> I go and I sit down with the photo editor. Yo, bro, he ripped me a new one. Oh, man. He ripped me a new one. And everything he was saying, I couldn't dispute what he was saying. Because oh, he was blatantly showing me what I did wrong. And had I just moved my fat ass <laughs> six inches yeah. to the right, it would have been a phenomenal photograph. Been a little bit, yeah. But I didn't, and I kept my fat ass where I was at. <laughs> and 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 now that photo is not going to be used. Oh, damn. And 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 some of the things I was like, well, but I was going to Photoshop that out. And he goes, nah. Damn. If you got to use Photoshop to fix what you should have did in Lens, why should we hire you to, to go out and do photo, uh, photo assignments? That's crazy. And he ripped me. I seen him last night. I was at an event, and I seen him last night. I hadn't seen him in a while. And I went up to him and I said, bro, thank you. You made me a better photographer. Yeah. You made me better because now, before I take the shot, you I'm think about really everything. thinking about what it is that I'm looking at. Yeah. And, you know, so some guys, they can't, and ladies, they can't handle critique. Yeah. And, and it's unfortunate, but it's a deeper issue than mm -hmm. just... Just they can't take it. Yeah, then it's it's something else. They're, yeah. they're they're holding on to something personal. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Um, so how did you start as a creator? Just in general. Like how did you like when was the first time you ever even thought about making a video, photography, anything? Like where did that start? Okay, I, um, okay, so I took a photo class in high school. Okay, I graduated I graduated high school in nineteen ninety one. This is nineteen eighty nine. This was a film you know, this is all film, darkroom stuff. Um, yeah, I failed the class because I had an uncle who was a heroin addict. Damn. And he decided that he was going to steal my camera and uh, sell it. What? So I'm in this class and basically I got nothing. And, um, um, I, you know, I kind of learned some things, kind of, but I kind of goofballed in the class and, and I didn't really learn anything. And, and uh, what ended up happening was, long story short, fast forward like 10 years later. I start doing web development mm. and web development led me to becoming an art director. And then art directing led me to having to direct a photographer on a photo shoot. 
That's crazy. And a photographer, we hired him out of LA and we were photographing a home. Um, and it was this beautiful home and we had, it was a, a, a whole long day shoot and he kept, the, the photographer kept dutching the camera, right? You know what dutching is, right? When nah. You, when you tilt the camera to the side. So instead of something being straight on, you kind of yeah. tilt it. Did he have it on a tripod or? Uh, he had it on a tripod. Oh, okay. And it was just like. And he kept, but he kept dutching it. Like he kept, you know, because sometimes dutching can you know, kind of make the shot interesting, except when you're shooting homes because you want lines uh, to be straight. Yeah, like the composition kind of. Composition has to be straight. You know, there's nothing worse than looking at a composition and you're, you're you know, with a wide, just, <laughs> and, and they're going out this way or they're, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, for sure. So I was like, look, man, I don't care if you dutch it, but give me a straight one too, because at the time I was doing flash animation, right? And I used to write action script. And, and so I, I was, I already knew what I was going to make with these photos. And this dude was just an asshole, man. <laughs> His name was Pierre. Pierre, if you're listening, fuck you. <laughs> No, seriously. I, like, I don't care about Pierre, right? Um, he was an asshole, man. Pierre was just a, a straight up asshole. And so I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to go get a camera. Oh, and damn. I'm going I'm, to I'm I'm learn. I'm going to do photography. And you know what happened? I went to Costco and I got me a Canon T3i, oh, some damn. shit. It was six megapixels <laughs> with an 18 to 55 kit lens. Yeah. And I realized at that moment, as I started taking photos, even though it was digital, you know, this shit is hard. Yeah. This this isn't easy, you know? And at that time, I think when if, if you just pick up a camera, you probably don't know like the megapixels, what they do. And you probably don't uh, like. Yeah, I, I wasn't even really sure about, you know, oh, I don't know what me six megapixels yeah, is. What but, it, yeah, what it know, means. Or... I can see what I just shot. And, <laughs> and, and, and I still have the first photograph that I ever took with that camera. And that thing is so fucking underexposed. <laughs> It is so, it's like damn near dark. But at the time when I took the photo, I was like, like oh fuck, shit, yeah. this is the bomb. Oh, I, oh. And then yeah. I just, you know, I just started taking photos of my children and stuff. And, um, and then it just, and then it became obsessive, man. And then I just end up, I had, I had great mentors, man. That's dope. I had, I had phenomenal mentors. Did you look for a mentor or like it just kind of happened? Dude, just. Okay, so like when you, I, I'm sure everyone does this. When you first start, when you first get your camera, you're photographing everything. Like you go everywhere. You got your yeah. camera. You, you you don't give a shit what you're taking a photo I'm of. Taking like, pictures of coffees, like coffee, Red Bulls, everything. Yeah, you're trying everything. to make everything look cool. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying. And I remember I was at um I was going to church. You know, every Sunday with my wife and the kids, and and I take my camera to church. I'm photographing service. Like yeah. I don't care. I'm just whatever. And we had a guitar player. And he's playing the guitar. And so at the church, he goes, hey, Mike, I see you taking photos. I was like, yeah. He goes, yeah, I used to be a photographer. I was like, what? Really? You know, I was like, yeah, yeah. He goes, I said, man, do you got a book? You know, because that was the thing. You got yeah, a book? something. Yeah, something. He was like, um, yeah, I got a book, man. I'll bring it next Sunday. I said, all right, cool. Following Sunday comes at the church. He goes, come on inside the car. So I go to the car. I open up his book. Bro, it's the Chronic album. It's what? Dr. Dre. Yo, yo, is that Snoop? Yo, is that is that is that Suge Knight? Like what? He shot those? Yeah, he's the one what? that shot him. He lives here in Bakersfield. What the, the chronic hell? album, man? That like, is and nuts. I'm sitting there like, yo, what, 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 wait, why are you in church, dog? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, wait, wait a minute, something's wrong. 
And what I, you know, what I found out, you know, he was a, a commercial photographer in LA. Uh, he used to shoot movie posters and all kinds of stuff. And um, uh, long story short, he got, he got a little frustrated with the business. So he went back to school. Uh, I think he went to USC and he became a physician's assistant. And yo, man, he ended up becoming my mentor. And yo, man, he showed me how to use light. That's he dope. showed me, like right now, you could put me in any situation. Mm -hmm. I don't care. You could put me in any situation. I can either enhance what's there, change what's there, or totally recreate something that you weren't even expecting was there with sure. light. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, I can do anything. Like that's. And so I just, I just had great mentors. I had another, um, another good friend. Uh, his name is Matt Beard, and um, he was an assistant on a photo shoot for um, the Department of Human Services, the Welfare Department. Mm -hmm. If you go down there, like I'm on the wall somewhere in the photos because I was the art director. And so we had like 75 talent, but we didn't have enough uh, male men, uh, you know, older men, fathers, you know? Yeah. So I had to participate. Oh, okay. Okay. And so I had to participate in these photographs. So the photographer came from LA. My guy, Matt, was the photo tech. So Matt's job is basically he brings the big iMac he brings the cameras. He brings the lights. He sets the lights up. He sets the camera up. Photographer says, you got it done? All right, give me the camera. All right, talent, let's go. Boom. And he's shooting and he's looking at the computer. Okay, good. Hey, Matt, you know what? Put a little bit more backlight on that backlight over there. Yeah. And Matt takes care of all that. That was Matt's job. He was the photo tech, but he was also a photographer. So me and him just hit it off. And so he was like, man, bro, if you ever want to come on a shoot, I can't pay you. Yeah. And I was but like, if you well, just, I anything. said, just let me know. I'll drive to LA. I'll... He calls me up one, one weekend, like the Friday night. He's like, bro, I got to shoot tomorrow. Do you want to come? I was like, hell yeah. I'm, I'm gone. I'm yeah. in the morning. I'm down the freeway. I'm, I'm in LA. I'm sitting in somebody's house. I don't even know whose house I'm sitting in. Right. Yeah. And next thing you know, this guy comes out the, out of the back. And he's like, hey, what's up, Matt? And Matt's like, hey, 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 this is Mike. And I'm like, hey, isn't that the guy from 16 Candles and the Two and a Half Men with Charlie Sheen? What's his name? Oh, man. John, uh, wasn't John uh, Malko Malkovich or something like that, right? Uh, you know what I'm talking about, right? And yeah, it, and yo, it, was, it was him. That is and, nuts. And then his wife was like one of the top newscasters in Los Angeles. So we went there to just pick them up because we ended up going to some um, some mansion up in the Beverly Hills mountains somewhere where it was this doctor that Matt happened to know. And he was like, yeah, you could use my house for a photo shoot. And bro, like, you know, Shaq was his neighbor. Tom Arnold was his neighbor. And it's just like, damn, I didn't like, you know, yesterday I wasn't expecting I was going to be in this kind of environment. Yeah, for sure. And uh, man, I, I just, I watched Matt, how, you know, we went outside and Matt shot, Shot her at F-22 with the sun directly behind her with a seven-foot softbox overpowering the sun. And I'm sitting there going, whoa, I never thought you could do that. And then watching Matt pull out a 300 mil lens, 2.8, 300mm lens, this big, beautiful yeah. piece of glass. It was a Nikon. And um, at the time he was shooting on, I mean, this is like, this was a like, so Kodak used to make a digital camera. It was 14 megapixels. It was a, it was 16 bit color. Now this is like the early 2000s, mid 2000s. This camera was the bomb.com, right? Like it was better than anything that was on the market. That was Kodak. 
It was Kodak. So Matt, um, Matt shoots on this camera and he's got a 300 mil lens. And I'm literally, the, the way he has the, the, the talent set up on these steps, I'm hanging up in the, in the tree with a big, huge, like eight foot umbrella diffuser <laughs> because you know, the sun is coming through the trees. So it's creating hot spots. Yeah. I'm standing up, hanging off of this tree, you know, That's holding crazy. this huge umbrella so we could even out all the light, light so he could get the money shot. And with that 300 mil lens, the steps that she was sitting on, it just compressed. And Everything it was like, a, uh, oh man, it was like, it was like butter. But the cold part was he wasn't shooting at 2.8. He was shooting F8. Damn. That's crazy. Cause like, because the compression. Yeah. So now she's. Everything about her is completely in focus from nose to the back of her head. Most guys would shoot 2.8, but her eyes would be in focus and then everything then else would kind of blur out. out on the edges. It would, it would blur out and it wouldn't look right. It wouldn't be a sharp around the, yeah. So, I mean, I, I would just watch these guys, man, and, and they were my mentors and I just learned and I move lights. I'm a big dude. Give me C That's stands. Dope. I don't even know what, what are C stands. <laughs> They're metal. Okay, great. I, I can carry three or four of them. And I learned how to use C stands. Like, yeah. so. That's crazy. That's, mentors, that's, man. Got to have mentors. That's for sure dope, though. That was, for the, that was for the deep cover uh, poster promos and stuff. And you think, like, just to show, like, do you think they did that purposely? Was that? With the windows and, like, how? Oh, yeah, he did for that sure. purposely. That's, he uh, knew. And I guarantee you, that's artificial. That's not the sun. Yeah, that's, that's crazy, man. And he probably used the hot light because he said he used to like to use hot lights. And it's crazy. I, I think I think if you show anybody that picture who don't know about photography or anything, they would think like that was just accidental. He was just standing mm. by a, by a window. No, nah, you know what I'm saying like, but you could tell by the way like the lights in the front of his face and the windows back there too. Like, yeah, no, nah, man, no, nah, that was it was intentional, man. Yeah, I tell people all the time, man. Or I'm sorry, my should I keep talking? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. I, uh, you know I tell people all the time, man. Like, man, there ain't nothing accident about what I do. Yeah, it's it's intentional. That's I dope. mean, every once in a while, I might get lucky. Yeah. Every once in a while, I might capture something that was just pure luck. Yeah. But most of the time, it's because I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, I'm really exactly, thinking yeah. about it. You know what I'm saying? I and, just started um, being that way. And I and I and I, it's just you know, it's just deeper. You know, yeah. when it comes to photography, man, it's like yeah, I, I always feel weird because I always tell like when I'm shooting someone, I'm like looking around them, and I'm looking at backgrounds and how lines can kind of like come towards them and make them seem more and you know more of the picture than just being wherever they want. And I kind of feel weird because they're just like looking at me. I'm like, wait, give me a second. Can you move over right here? Like I'm trying to figure out how maybe a road can kind of make it look like it's going towards them instead of just like being in the middle of a road. Yeah. And I'm just like, it's it's all for a purpose, but everybody's probably thinking like, what are you making me do? You know, like. Yeah. I mean, I I'm, I put people in really uncomfortable positions. That, yeah. Yeah. You, you know, okay. So like I got this thing where like, like if you have a, a woman or a guy who is beautiful, like anybody can take a great photo of they, they're fucking beautiful. <laughs> you want to impress yeah. me? Show me, show me somebody who's not that attractive, and you made them look attractive. Like you made someone go, oh man, that's them. Yeah. Like that's real skill. Yeah. For you know sure. what I'm saying? Definitely. That, that's how I feel. Like and that's yeah, that's different because um, I think of I forget who I talked about it with. I was talking about um, how like a lot of the times like at when you see someone's like photos or something. They're all either like really attractive people or just very photogenic. And it's like, it's almost like, it's almost hard to go wrong with that. Yeah. Um, except for maybe like your composition or maybe your lighting overexposed, whatever it is. But, um, but yeah, the same way I've, I've realized that, you know, 
different body types and stuff like that, it's harder to shoot. You got to make more effort to get that picture to look really well. Dude, I put people in really uncomfortable positions. Like, okay, I'll give you an example. You you ever watch people on the red carpet? Yeah. Like, do you not think that they perfected their posing? For sure. Like yeah. big women, small women, it doesn't matter. Yeah. They know how to stand. They know how to pose. And they're probably trained. They, they like, know yeah. how to, they, yeah, someone walked them through and yep. said, look, when this you is take what this you're picture, <laughs> yeah. i tell you right now, when I take a picture, I already know what I'm doing. I look better in all my photos. Why? Because I know you how know, to make myself. Yeah. I look good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's the bad photos is when I go, ah, damn, I didn't do that. Mm. The ones that I personally don't like. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But for the most part, I like all, any photo of myself. I, psh, fuck, I love it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, that's I don't dope. care. That's dope. That's dope confidence, too, because a lot of people just they don't have that much confidence either. They're like really self-conscious about stuff. Well, OK, going back to my mom. OK, so check this out. Here I am. I'm a kid in the 70s. My mom would take me. So back in the day, thrifties used to have photo studios. OK, you could go down to thrifties and there was a photo studio and you could take photos. OK, so as a kid, my mom, it didn't matter if I was clean or I just stepped out of the dirt. She would take me down to thrifties and she would have them take a portrait of me. Shirt on, shirt off. It didn't matter. My mom wanted and she always blew them up to either 11 by 14 or 16 by 20. Now, in today's world, that seems well, that's pretty normal. But back then, that was huge. That's that's huge. Yeah. And it's a hell of expensive. Oh, yeah. How, how much was the price back then? Because now you get them for like seven bucks. Oh, well, back then, you got to remember, these were probably a hundred dollars. Oh, my God. And and we're talking in the 70s, which yeah. meant that was probably if you probably did the math on it or did a calculator, it's probably like three, four hundred dollars for this photo. Yeah. Right. But that's what my mom would do. So as I'm looking at these photographs as a child and every one of these photographs is large, what do you think that tells me? I'm larger than life. That's dope. I'm. I'm worthy of being seen big. So if you come into my home, what, you think I got little photos? Fuck no. I got that's gigantic huge. photos all over my house. In my office, I got one that's a 40 by 60 of just oh, me man. looking at me. <laughs> Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the title of the photo that I called it is called My Life is Dope. And I was in the middle of Times Square and I had my daughter that's take this photo of me, right? And, For sure. But it's just the way I see myself. Yeah. You know? That's dope though. That's, bro, that's like, I think that's something that everybody should have. I, like, man, I wish like, everyone could, you know, it's yeah. just hard. You know? Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not easy for sure. And, I mean, like, and even when I'm photographing someone who I can clearly tell they don't want to be photo. They, they hate photos. Do you know, probably 90 percent of the time when I'm photographing somebody, I'm not even taking photographs. I'm talking to them. Making we them talk. I talk about their lives. I talk about what's been bothering them. And I slowly build trust. And if they allow me to do this and not feel uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Okay, for sure. Yeah. Then I won. And now they've they've let their guard down. And now they're gonna let me really see who they are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And now I can, now we can, I've had people cry. Like full on tears, like Mike, why are you doing this? Oh my god, you know. <laughs> yeah. But but now, okay, cool. We'll straighten you up. We'll do your makeup over again. Don't worry about. It. But now, when you really now, when you smile, it's not just a. Yeah, it's a confident. It's it's it's, it's with the eyes. It's you know with the so, heart. Yeah. You know, I tell everybody, you watch movies, right? They're like, yeah, I watch movies. What you thought it was real? 
Yeah. No, nah, the director told the actor, okay, uh -huh. hey, here's our shot on this particular frame. Here's what you're going to do. Here's how you need to feel this character right yeah. now. It's from the heart. You got to feel a certain way. Yeah, and they got, they got to, they got to, you get, so you got to put them in that mood. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You got to, you got to get them there. You're, you're directing people. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a different way to think about it, man. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, if you want to get better at this, yeah. you know, I, that's one thing that you're going to have to do. For sure. Cause, cause, cause the problem is, is look, everybody, everybody now can go and get the latest, greatest mirrorless lens or DSLR. For sure. You can get the 85 1.4, the 50 1.4. We all can get that, right? Yeah. And everybody can shoot at 1.4. Everybody. Yeah. And, and everybody's composition might be a little different in there. And the way they do their Lightroom or whatever, you know, capture one, whatever they're using the color. And then you put them all together. And you scramble up all the photos. Tell me how you stand out. What's so different about your photograph that's Anybody different else. than everyone else's? For sure. If everybody's shooting at 1.4, well, shit, they're all going to look the yeah. same. Everybody's blurred out. I, can't, I don't know who's who. And so, you know, it's like you, you just, you got to master your craft. Yeah. That's what this is about. It's about you mastering your craft. And it's not about you comparing yourself to anybody. I don't, you know, like, I look, Dame, I could give you, Every one of my cameras, every one of my lenses, I could set the light. Yo, we could light up Matt over here. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Matt will look like a sexy beast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but as soon as I give you the camera, yo, man, only you see the world the way you see the yeah. world. It's how you envision it. It's how you envision it. And, sure. and, and you're the product. I'm the product. That's it. That's dope. You're, you're the product. And nothing can replace you. Yeah. Nothing. Not equipment, not nothing. Nothing. There's no equipment that can replace you. Yeah, that's dope, man. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So, since we're kind of talking on that subject, as far as like photography and pretty much how everybody, you can get whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? Like we're almost, everything's available to us now. Um, what are some of the biggest differences in photography from when you started to maybe now? And this, let's just say this year, like you said, like, the newest mirrorless. I know back then they didn't have the mirrorless, right? No, um, there was no mirrorless. No mirrorless when you started. Like, what are what are some of the like biggest differences that maybe you see that um, maybe you like or maybe you don't like from now and from back then? Um, I think I think now I think the biggest differences are um, man, that's a tough question to ask. I mean, to answer because. I mean, photography is photography. Light is light. Uh, the equipment is just, I, dude. I can take bomb. Give me, give me my iPhone. I will, <laughs> I will, I will photograph the hell out of somebody with my iPhone. See, it's crazy because I used to think that you had to have good, better equipment to be better because I didn't know enough because I wasn't taking the time to really I, I learn. Will, I will say this: Don't spend your money on cameras. Spend your money on glass. Yeah, I, I just seen like I just really, literally like this week. Um, watch the YouTube video on that. I'm like, don't think about the body. Like, go for it. Fuck your the body. The body's yeah. come and go, man. The bodies are just some cheap shit. The glass is where it's at. Good glass is good glass. You could put good glass on a shitty camera and it'll make that shitty camera sing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Good, <laughs> good glass is good glass. And you know when you have good glass because... One, it's going to probably be a little bit more expensive, mm -hmm. but you'll notice it because you'll know from edge to edge, yo, it's sharp, sharp. Yeah, it from sharp. edge to edge. There's no, there's no drop offs over here. You know what I'm saying? Like 
And so good glasses is always important. So I, I, I mean, um, I think the technology with the lights now, like, like I've had my lights since like 2007. Okay. So 2007, it's crazy. Cause I, I used to shoot Canon. Yeah. And I, I, um, I had a huge shoot. It was like on a, it was like a Thursday night or something. And I had this big shoot. And I used to have this truck that you could lock the back so you could put all your stuff. And I used to have Canon and I used to have like an, an L series, you know, 7200. I had a 50. Uh, I think I, I think I had a 514. Um, I had a 24 to 728, you know, the basic, the yeah. only Trinity, right? Was of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And um, dude, I uh, got lazy and I went to the Shrek Midnight Showing. Cause my son wanted to go see it. Oh, okay, I didn't sure. take my shit out of my truck. Oh no! And I used to have Calumet lights. Calumet lights uh, was a was a brand that was around from like the 30s, but they recently, within the last 10 years, they closed because you know everything was just changing in the yeah. business. And um, they were the big, powerful strobes, you know. And God, man. yeah, man, I watched my truck drive away with all my equipment because I got lazy. And so then I had to switch. Oh I had to switch. I switched to Nikon. And then I ended up getting some alien bees. And yo, I've had these alien bees for like 13 years. Damn. Man, these things are built like a tank. I've used them on damn near every shoot. And just a month ago, I finally upgraded to some Westcots because I didn't feel like spending pro photo money. Right? I didn't feel like spending $2,000 on a head. And I'm like, uh, for Bakersfield, that's overkill. If I was in LA, probably so. Bakersfield, I'm not spending two thousand dollars a head, you know, for a for, for a flash head, for a B10 or even a D1, which is like twenty three hundred dollars, right? Jesus. Um, so I, I switched over to Westcott, and I'll tell you what the it, the the biggest thing I noticed. So back in the day, with my or even with my Alien Bs, putting a light up and saying, okay, I I got it at maybe three quarters power, you know. It's shooting like uh, maybe F8 at 125th of a second on, on this background here. And as I'm looking at my light meter, because I'm old school, I still like using light meters. You know, I don't always trust my histograms. <laughs> and um, uh, if it was off, I'd have to put the, move the light down, adjust it, put the light back up. Damn. And now with these Westcots from my controller, I can just, <laughs> do, 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 do. I can just turn it down. And I'm like... Damn, I don't got to move nothing no more. That's you know nuts, what I'm saying? Yeah. I just replaced the human, dog. Yeah. You know, because that's usually why I yell at somebody. Hey, yo, yeah, hey, man, man. Try to put that light now. You know, like. Convenience. Yeah. There, so yeah. so the technology, the technology is getting better. Um, um, the, the, the cameras are getting so much better in low light situations. I, I've heard like a lot of cameras are starting to be like low light specialist yeah. type cameras. Yeah. Like. Yeah, um, I'll tell you what, man. The mirrorless cameras. Um, I just switched over to mirrorless. I still have my DSLRs, but I just switched over to mirrorless. And I'll, I'll tell you, like, like yo, I'm like, um, if you didn't get the shot right, like, yeah. yo, you suck because <laughs> it's telling you what it's gonna look like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, it's literally exactly what you're it's, what you're it's, saying. It's exactly yeah. what you're seeing. If you're underexposed, yo, bro, because you you're underexposed. You can see it. Yeah. You can see it like like there is. And, and, and so I feel how my friends felt when they were moving from film to digital. Uh, so for them, digital was like, oh, my God, this is yeah, easy. Like, right. Because 
all my friends grew up on film. So I, that's one of the things that I did as I, I, for probably about seven, eight years, I shot a lot of film. I shot with a, I had a Mamiya RZ67, uh, 120 film, uh, 120 back. Um, I shot a lot with that. I had a large format four by five. Um, I shot with that, you know, uh, did my darkroom time to really understand what it took to really make a photograph. And I mean, how, I mean, hell, even on the large format, just having someone, their, their image is completely upside down and backwards. And you have to put the hood over and you're like, you know, you got to really look and make sure. And they can't move because, you know, you have two planes. You have the front plane, the back plane, and you can manipulate what how you can manipulate those and you could tilt them this way and that. So you could you could literally make it to where you could make it to where someone's nose and eyes were sharp, but everything else was out of focus. And it was all based on how you tilted and moved the that and how you if you brought it forward yeah. or back and how much you stretched it out. And um, you know, man, like and and I got to I got to do all that kind of stuff. So yeah, going from I can see going from film to digital. So now for me, it, predominantly shooting digital and going to mirrorless, like, yeah, oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> because yeah, because even like the camera bodies don't change. It's literally just like changing from a DSLR to a, a mirrorless. And it's like you have that. There's no more mirror. Like you know, like yeah. Oh well, and then okay. So even shooting medium format, you know, medium format is it's not for everybody because it's slow. It's even digital. I had a I had a digital. Um, phase one. Um, I had bought this uh, phase one camera. It was older, um, but even though it was older, it had a digital back. Like, yo, man, um, the photos I could take from that was like phenomenal. But it was just slower. It, mm -hmm. It's not. It's not like boom, 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 boom. You know, you're yeah. not shooting fast. You're mm -hmm. not. You know, the autofocus. Like, oh, like these cameras now with autofocus. That's, crazy. That's the other big difference. Uh. Like, you guys don't even think about autofocus, and I'm like, yo, bro, I didn't. Like, I don't even trust the camera. Like, I'm, I like to focus everything yeah. myself. But now with these mirrorless, I'm like, yo, it's literally tracking the face. It's like so nuts how it's it like, tracks. It doesn't, it almost doesn't even need me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. It's so, I mean, there's, there's a, been a lot of advancements as far as technology. And I just, yeah. I just see like it's going to continue to advance and, and software is going to advance. I mean, hell, I mean, you know, just with um, like the other day, I the other day I had to I had to shoot um, some company photos against white. Now, if you've ever shot against white, you know, in order to get a clean white, you know, you usually have to keep the person, you know, x amount of distance away from the the back white drop because you don't want too much light to spill on them. Yeah. Okay. So and so you have to light them. And if you're going to put any hair light or any kind, you know, you got to light them and then you have to light the background separately. And this time I was like, man, I'm going to cheat and see if I can do this. <laughs> and I, so what I did is I just put them closer to the background and I placed the light up above. So it spilled on the background and kind of rim light them yeah. from, from the edge, you know, give them a little edge lighting and then a nice big soft box to fill in. And then a reflector in the bottom just to fill in any shadows. And then bro, I went into to Photoshop. And I said, select subject. And it did a perfect job. Damn. And then I just turned everything, what I wanted white to be white. And, and everything that's. And I, it was literally like, click, click, click. It was just. <laughs> click. Yeah. And I was like, 
yo, man, like even like two, three years ago, there's I wouldn't have never done it that way. I would no way. Uh, my thing was is I'm gonna get a writing yeah, camera on camera because yeah. I don't want to. Sp- I don't like going in Photoshop. Yeah, I don't. You know, I, I should be able to adjust my colors and. I should have got a writing camera. In camera, if, yeah. And if I go into Photoshop, it's because I'm trying to enhance it to help tell whatever story I'm trying to tell. Yeah. You know, I don't know, man. That's dope, man. Yeah, technologies, um, technologies, man. It's it's different, man. It's, it's, crazy. it's way different, man. Yeah. It's way different. Right. So, uh, so I made a post on Instagram, pretty much asking people um, if they had any questions for for you since I was having you on the podcast, and usually I have around roughly about between seven to 10, um, just depending. So I did get a few questions. Um, see how I'm saying I'm a lot when I have something, nothing to say. I like, I got to cut that out. Uh, and so, we should put like electric shocker on you. Matt's <laughs> over there. Every time you say, um, I'm going to um, fix it quick. Bro. <laughs> yeah, I bet you, you won't say, um, anymore. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> okay. So we have a few questions. Yeah, man. I'm going to, so there's a couple that actually are going to be on the on the podcast that I have for you. So I'm going to just skip those. But there's other few. So there's three that I'm going to ask you. Right. The first one is, what do you like least about photography? And it could be a simple answer. Mm, um, I hate moving equipment. <laughs> I really I mean you know I got uh, let's say I have like eight C stands I've got boom arms I've got apple boxes I've got soft bo- like like and I never know what I'm going to use and when I'm going to need it so I have to I got to carry it and I have and you to just take bring it. everything I, I try not to bring everything but yeah. even, I mean even when I'm just shooting let's say I'm, I'm shooting my garage or my house like I, I still got to move this shit, and you know a C stand is not light, and um, yeah, that's that's probably the thing I hate the most is moving equipment for sure. You know, mm-hmm. um, what makes a good picture stand out from an average picture? The little things, man. Like we were talking about earlier, it's the it's it's the little things. Like okay, yes, this person looks really good and they're sitting there and, and they look great. But what is it really saying? Like, yeah. what is it? Is it a portrait? Is, I mean, is, is it like, I'm always thinking about the, the end result. Like, where does this photo go? Does it belong in a magazine? Does it belong in an oh, advertisement? Okay. Does it belong hanging on a wall somewhere? Yeah. Um, where, where does it go? It has a purpose. Yeah. What's the purpose of it? Um, if it's just for you and you're just showing off like, you know, uh, you know, Hey guys, I look great today. Okay. That that's cool. Cool. I guess. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, great photos. uh, Okay. I'll tell you. And this, there's a photographer named Robert Maplethorpe. You ever heard of this guy? Mm -mm. Okay. They did a documentary on him on HBO. How can someone take a photograph of flowers and take a photo of someone getting fisted in their ass and make both of them look beautiful, although they're two separate photographs? He did both of those? Yes. And it's the strangest 
fucking thing in the world. <laughs> but he took something, a single flower, and someone getting fisted in their ass, and he made them both in beautiful, and you're disturbed. Because you're you're sitting there and going, why and why do I find this beautiful? It was, dude, it was the strangest thing, man. And so for me, I I, I have photographers that I look at their work, and they are the holy grail to me. Yeah, Quaku Austin, uh, Martin Schroller, uh, uh, my guy from ASAP Pictures. Um, uh, shoot, uh, his name is dropping me. Um, uh, Kareem Black, uh, Wayne Lawrence. Um, it's something about what they do. Yeah. Platon. You know who Platon is? Mm -mm. Dude, Platon, like, he he has this thing where he photographs celebrities and, and powerful politicians, and he just makes them even more powerful. I it, it's it's and he has a if you go on Netflix, um, there's a documentary on Netflix about him. Um it, it, dude and it's so simple what he does. Yeah. Like, and when you look at it, you it go, looks yo, that's simple. He's yeah. not even, but he does, he does it so well. Martin yeah. Schroeder, um, you know, he shoots people really close up with just their faces and the way he lights them and the way he gets them to express themselves. Uh, man. So for me, man, when I, I just think a great photograph, like should make me feel, feel something. something for sure. Like I should look, I should want to like, for me, like when I take a photograph, I'm really shooting for, do I want to hang this up in my house? That's dope. That's a dope way to think about it. I, I honestly don't even think that, man. Like I do. I, that's that's my goal. Yeah. Do I do I want this person? Do I want them to hang in my house? Like that's the goal. Like, and that's what I I'm always striving for. Do I get it? Sometimes. Sometimes I don't. I I'm still still learning. I'm still you know striving for perfection. For sure. That, that's dope. So. Which lens is your favorite and why? Out of all lenses you used. Are you a prime or zoom? Like, what do you prefer? Um, I prefer primes. Um, I will use zooms. It just depends on the situation. But I'll tell you right now, I, I, God honest truth, the lens that I'm just in love with right now, like, is the Sigma 105 1.4. It's prime? It's a prime, a Sigma what? 105, 1.4. It's got a 92 mil glass. glass. It weighs about 10 fucking pounds. <laughs> I love this fucking lens. It gets that all up in your crevices. I'm going to see everything, <laughs> you know? Um, but I also like my 50... Uh, but you know what? I mean, I just shot some architectural stuff, uh, mm. architectural stuff a couple weeks ago. Yo, man, my 24, I have a 24 um, uh, tilt shift lens. Oh, man. Love that lens when it comes to interiors and exteriors. Like, it's, oh, it's phenomenal. So, I don't know. It just depends on. Depends on what you're doing. But if I'm shooting pictures of people, like, I usually, I, I like the 105, but it just depends. I don't know, man. Yeah. You know, I also like. Using my seventy two hundred, I like to compress backgrounds. Um, seventy to two hundred. Yeah, seventy two hundred. That's where I shoot most of my. I don't know why I like. I love that lens. Um, but then I don't know. Then I, there's there's times I like my twenty four because I like to feel close to people. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it might distort them a little bit, but the way I'm photographing them, I I want people to feel like they can touch them. 
Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It just depends, man. I mean, but then I, shit, I got my iPhone. Shit, I use what yeah. I use my iPhone too. Like I, <laughs> yeah. you know. So <laughs> all right. So I do a little segment on here, pretty much on every podcast now. But before you do the segment, for sure, I, I do got to say this one thing that I really want photographers to know. And I just thought about this for sure. There comes a point when you have to realize that photography and business are two separate things. Just because you're great at photography doesn't mean you're great at business. business. Mm -hmm. And if there's one thing that I could give advice to everybody here in Bakersfield, quit devaluing your work. For sure. Quit. If you're going to spend thousands of dollars on your equipment, let's just... Let's just take you got one camera. Let's just say it's, I don't know, I don't, what is that, R5 over there? Yeah. Okay, how much was that one? 41, 4,000 after taxes. $4,000. And then you got the, what's that, a Sigma 35? Yeah, 35 is like 1,900. 19, so we're, we're, we're 6,000 in now, right? Yeah. And you got, in, you know, so let's just say, let's just say roughly you're like 8,000, $9,000 in. Okay. If you, if you don't know business. Yeah. How fucking long is it going to take you to make your money back? Yeah. And that's the key. Like you have to separate what, yes, you're really good at photography. Yes, you have a great eye and that's fantastic. But the business side of it, if you keep doing what you're doing, what you're really doing, and I hate to be so explicit in what I'm about to say. (laughs) For sure. But you're literally, the client is coming up to you with a dildo. And you're putting the lube on, you're putting the lube on, and you are literally fucking yourself. I'm, I'm sorry oh that I'm so, but that's what you're doing when you don't understand the business side of it. Yeah. It's, you need to learn business. Yeah. You need to learn, you need to learn how, what's, what's the best, like, should you be a, a, a sole prop? Should you be an LLC? Should you be incorporated? What are going to be the differences? Are you generating enough income? To support any one of those entities, should you be an employee of your company? What should you name your company? Mm-hmm. Um, um, how much are your taxes going to be? What are your write-offs going to be? Um, you know, how, what's the square footage? Are, are you shooting from your home? Are you using the square footage of your home? Like, there's your so office. many. There's a the whole business side, and if you don't learn that, you're yeah, screwing yourself for sure. Um, it's crazy that you bring that up because um, so when I first started, that's everything you explained explicitly was what I was doing. But my my best friend is actually um, he's a really good accountant. Mm-hmm. He like went to college for accounting. Oh, you won! And exactly, pretty much. You won. His services like is nuts. But I'm his best friend, and he like he looks like same thing. Footage in my room, everything. What's any, his name? Richard Quilling. Okay, went to, yeah, he went to he went to uh, Ridgeview with us. He's young. Um. He just like pretty see, much. Okay, see, and that's and that's another thing, photographers. Show me your friends, and I'll show you your future. Show me who yeah. you hang out with, and yeah. I'll show you what you're gonna get. Yeah, you 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 lucked out. You got an account. Yeah. Do you know how hard it was for me to find a damn account? <laughs> and they're expensive. They're expensive, they're expensive, and I couldn't find one. I'm trying to call everybody. I'm like, I got money. <laughs> Come help me. Yeah. And I finally yeah. found one, and he oh he paid off huge dividends. And it's crazy what they can do to your business. Oh my god! Like can, it's nuts. Like nuts. And business. Um, we are a capitalistic society. Buy low, sell high. 
don't sell yourself short. Yeah. He he literally like when I started, like I had no idea. And um soon as he kind of took over the whole business side, like he literally can look into my account, know exactly what I'm spending money on, what I'm making with the revenue, everything. Um like he will go through and nitpick at certain things and be like, what's going on this? What's what's this? What's that? Um, did you did you mark off your miles for, you know, where you just went? What's this? What's that? You know? So like he makes it easier for me. Yeah. And that's why when you're saying that, it's like it's I'm like, damn, like I'm going the right way, but I feel like I got lucky. You you get bro, what I'm saying? Like it's like I'm, nuts. I'm about to be 48. What you're learning right now, I wish I would have learned at 31. Yeah. So you're so I that know what that tells me? By the time you're my age, man, you're gonna be sitting real good. All you all you gotta do is just keep going. Yeah. And not get sidetracked with BS. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. That's that's good advice though for for a lot yeah. of a lot of people who are who have a passion and still have to run a business. Cause it's not if you don't know the business side, it's gonna be really man, tough. You, you can be passionate all you want, exactly. but if you don't wanna do the business side, it's not gonna. I'll give you another example. The kid who made the beat for um uh panda remember that song panda a few years oh, ago oh man yeah okay the kid who made the beat sold the beat to designer for 250 dollars and let go of all the rights to the music so then what happens designer takes it turns it into a hit and then who takes it kanye comes over <laughs> and says yo i'm putting it on my album and takes it to a whole nother stratosphere yeah. yet the kid who made the beat Ain't get shit but $250 because he didn't know the business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't be. Yeah. Don't be that kid. For sure. <laughs> it's nuts. All right. So I'm going to jump into the segment really quick. Um, and you can make these kind of quick answers. Uh, there are three of them. So, so what the segment's called is Dope or Dumb. I'm going to just give you three random topics. I just want you to be like, it's dope or it's dumb. And just give me a quick little explanation on why you think that. Okay. Okay. Um, so, and they're really random. Okay. okay. So the first one, Crocs, dope or dumb? <laughs> um, I had a pair in 2005. You had? I did. In okay. 2005. 2005. Damn. Crocs were hot. Everybody That's, was buying Crocs. Yeah. And then by 2006, everyone said, yo, this is some bullshit. <laughs> so the fact that Crocs are back, I'm going to say- it's dumb. <laughs> and that's my answer. Wait, so, so real quick, I'm going to go on that champion brand. You heard of champion brand? Yeah, champ. champ champion, yeah. 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 How do you feel about that? Okay, when I was in high school, <laughs> that shit was whack. <laughs> and then in the early 90s, it became hot. And then it died. And then all of a sudden, here's what it is. The poor kids who have to shop at Walmart because that's where this shit was at, mm -hmm. they got to make this shit hot. So what do they do? They figure out a way how to make it hot. Yeah. And then Champion became hot again. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I'm going to say it's it's dope because poor kids always make everything it's better. Dope. Yeah, that's dope. Um, so time change, dope or dumb? It doesn't matter to me whether it's dope or dumb. You know why? We only get 24 hours in a day. A billionaire sure. gets 24 hours in a day. And a homeless person gets 24 hours yep. in a day. So whether or not the sun is up later or earlier, don't make one shit to me because guess what? We only get 24 of them. Still do the same thing? You still get the, the same, same thing. thing. Yep. Okay, this one is kind of a, I want. I guess I would say <laughs> it's kind of popular right now. Okay. How do you feel about cancel culture? Is it dope or is it dumb? You know what cancel culture? 
I'm, yeah, 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 I'm we, sure you want to. Yeah, yeah, where you going back in people's past and and basically holding them <laughs> hostage for real, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, I grew up in the '80s, and and you, if there's one thing you do as a kid, as a kid, you watch these movies as a kid, and then as an adult, you go back and you watch these movies, and you go like, God, this this was a fucking racist movie, <laughs> but this shit is actually hilarious. I know it's racist. I know yeah. every show that I used to watch as a child was racist. Uh, racist, you know. Duke's a hazard with the, you know, with the Confederate flag and all that shit. Um, so cancel culture, uh, you know, man, that man, <laughs> fuck cancel culture. I think it's dumb. That's yeah. what I say. Yeah, it's 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 super popular right now to cancel stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just a bunch of people complaining. Do you feel like any any topics or anything that's been canceled is like legit? Like, eh, like you think it should have been canceled, or do you feel like whatever I, it is? I don't know what's been canceled. Who's been canceled? I don't even know. I mean, uh, I hear I hear about people being canceled, but oh, okay. So I know Eminem was one of the people who just got recently supposedly canceled. I don't know if it's really canceled. What they cancel him for? Because <laughs> his lyrics from back, like killing his mom and the way he, I guess, degrades women and stuff like that. You know um, what? Look, man, we're we're all young once. Yeah. So, so even mm -hmm. these young kids who are canceling people, they're they're young now. Yeah. One day they're going to be older. They're going to be thirty and forty, mm -hmm. right? And then they're going to sit back and they're going to go, "I was, oh man, I guess I was, I was wrong because some shits changed." Yeah. My kids, they have a totally different philosophy than, and they grew up in the house with me. Yeah, and how they view the world is so completely different yeah. than how I view the world. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, yeah. I don't know. Did I answer that? Yeah, for sure. So this is, an, I guess, a little topic I wanted to go hit on. Go ahead. Was, uh, it's, I guess I looked it up. I just seen it on Google for some reason. An un unpopular opinion. Do you think phones and social media messed up our generation or this generation? Or what did, did phones and social media mess up anything? Do you feel like it came in and just like, no, it just ruined. No, it didn't ruin things. anything. Here's what it did. It showed us that the world was already fucking crazy. Yeah. People are, people have always been crazy. Like, you know, you know, like, okay, I used to love watching world star. You remember world star? Mm -hmm. World star. Everybody's into a fight. World star. <laughs> and you know, for Man. me, it was just like, yo, I, I grew up in the hood. So like, this was normal. I, it was normal to see somebody get knocked out. Yeah. You know what I'm they, saying? They like, like a, a TV, like not even TV show, but like bum fights. Dude, you know what I'm saying? Like it was so much stuff that was out yeah, that is nuts. I, I, like I mean, it's just, I think it's just it's what it's done is it's helped us connect to people. Um, I think, but I think you have to have a fine balance of how deep you're going to go into it because yeah. it can suck you up. Yeah, for sure. And if and especially young people, you know, older people can handle it, but younger people, you know, they grew up with they, it. They 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 they've grown up with it, and they it's being able to tell the difference between real or you know what's what's in the internet world and what's what's actual reality yeah you know um because and you know as a photographer yo uh with a lens and lighting i can manipulate the way someone looks yeah i can i can create something that is not real you know easy e was like five three five four. Yet when you watch all the old school NWA videos, the camera's always low. It always made them look bigger, a little bit taller. That yeah. that was done on purpose, yeah. you know. So, yeah. Okay, so you don't you don't feel like it messed up anything anything about the kids, maybe adults. 
I know I know some some things that people are saying social media mess with people's anxiety, their depression. Um, I think I, I mean, I think there's a lot more uh, anxiety. I think there's a lot more false pressure on kids. For sure. You know, if they're if they see every if everybody's just posting all the good parts of their lives, yeah. then they think they just think, oh, everything is fantastic. And so they they kind of live in this world. Um, I, I think now, though. That the phone like. You have so much access to information and what you can do with this phone. Yeah, that um, you know you can also get help, and I would I would highly recommend anybody, anyone. Um, I have not only do I have a life coach, I have a therapist. You know, I, and that's like the third person on the podcast. I need to get a therapist, even if you like you feel like you don't you have. Look, look, you grew up as a child, and your experience as a child. Uh, you take that experience into your adulthood. And if you haven't worked through whatever you thought was bothering you, um, you know, there's some people who have been physically abused, sexually abused. Um, there's all kinds of different things. And they bring that stuff into their adulthood and they never, they suppress it. And at some point it starts to come back up again and it causes problem. It causes problems in certain situations. And unless you're aware of it, and working through it with a therapist to help you, um, it can it can it can take a um, a toll on you, and it can bring up anxiety and depression. And the last thing I'd want for anybody is to hurt themselves because they're not getting the help that they need. There's help out there. Yeah. There's people out there that can help you. Call somebody, talk to somebody, um, work through it, and and you know don't let it be um something that holds you back. For sure. I've never, it's crazy because like I've never like heard that explained the way you just explained it, how like certain things can still come from your childhood to your adulthood. Oh, yeah. Dude. I, didn't, I, didn't even, like, I never really thought about it. Dude, like, like I grew up poor, right? Like we didn't have a lot of money, right? Like my dad couldn't even give us rice, beans and tortillas. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, and when you think about it, you're like, yo, that's, that's five yeah. bucks. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, damn, dad, you couldn't give us five dollars? <laughs> yeah. Golly. So, you know, we're struggling and, you know. Something that for me was like money. I always had this issue with money, right? And it's because as a child, my mom, we would go to the grocery store and, we, you know, yeah, Michael, put that in. I'm, we're putting all this stuff in. Then we get to the checkout and we go, and like, oh. I only have $20. Okay, uh, put that back, put that back, <laughs> put that back. Put, and I'm like, well, why do we grab all this shit in the first place? You yeah. know, like we didn't know math, mom. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And I would, I would get on my mom's case, you know, as I got older and, and, and tease her and stuff, but. That experience, you know, it, it 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 stuck with me. So it made me very um like, oh, I gotta hold on to my money. Uh, mm. you know, and I had to work through that with my uh with my therapist, my life coach, and and uh you know, go, no, it's it's okay. You know, I, I don't live there anymore. Yeah. But yet in my mind, I'm still I was still acting like I was there. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So yeah, man, get a therapist. Somebody get somebody to help you. Definitely. Dude, I'm telling you, you, there's something that you're doing. You had your mom and dad? Yeah. Okay. There's something that your dad did and there's something that your mom did. And I guarantee you, if you really sat there and you studied your life, you go, in these situations, I either act like this one or I act like this one. You're doing something because why it's it's learned behavior. Yeah. You're not just, a, you don't grow up just, a, you don't grow up a racist because it just happens. No, yeah. because your parents were racist and they just taught you racist ideas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you, you watch some, you, how your dad spends money, how your mom might spend money. They might be completely different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And, and th that's the shit that you got to work through. Yeah. That most people probably don't think about. 
No. Well, they don't want to think about it because yeah. it's, it's too, they don't, they don't want to deal with it. They don't want to deal yeah. with it. Yeah. It's easier just to kind of try to, it's, it's easier to just yeah. push it. But at some point it, it shows has to be, itself. Yeah. And it show and when it finally shows itself, it can be bad. It can be really bad, you yeah. know, It'd be really bad. Okay. So <laughs> I put this on here cause I just wanted your opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so why Nikon? I think you kind of just gave us a rundown how you switched from Canon to, to Nikon. But um, why do you stick with Nikon now? Uh, the only reason why I stuck with Nikon right now is because I I was just so invested in, okay, for in sure. the glass, you know? And so so I actually thought about, so, you know, I have a, I have a, a D800, a D610, a D600, and I had a D7200. You know, I had all these DSLRs. Plus, I had my medium format. But then I was like, okay, I think I'll go ahead and I'll try this mirrorless thing out. So then I, I think I went and got the Z6. You got two of them now? Or you got? Uh, well, I have a Z6 and a Z7 now. Okay, for sure. And um, and I still wasn't really sold yet. Oh, damn. I, I You know, like, I, I really didn't. I thought uh, mirrorless just filled like two. I it felt just, like it was like a kid's camera. Yeah. It's like, it's like <laughs> yeah. really small. Real small. And, just like, it's not compact then, like um, the other ones are kind of. And then Nikon didn't originally create a, a battery grip because I usually like battery uh, grips. Yeah, me too. But they finally did. And so then I, I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. Uh, you know. And then when I started to go, oh, wow, you, you're you seeing what you're shooting. Oh, cool. Like this is, this eh, is yeah, a whole other yeah. step I don't have to think about. You know what I'm For saying? For sure. And so that I think that I, I'm still not sold yet. I yeah. mean, um, ultimately, um, I, I really would want to, I really want to switch to um, a phase one. Or ultimately a Hasselblad. I'd like to get the the newer, but I, I, at this point, I just don't see myself breaking, you know, From. forty grand for it because <laughs> I just, I mean, although I know the I know that the quality that I can get from it, um, I you know, I just don't think that it's worth it in this market. For if sure. I was in L.A. though, for yeah, sure. you got you got. I mean, you have to. Yeah. But then you also have you have all the rental houses. You have Sammy's. Well, you used to have a lot of them, but Sammy's is the is. The, probably the main one, the main rental house yeah. um, that most people would probably know. And, uh, you know, you could easily rent that for the day. Or you can use borrow lenses or lens rentals. They yeah. have them online, too. Okay. But Nikon is good, though. Uh, you know, I I don't have any problems. You use it for video, too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, this is pretty much like the last question. Okay. And it could be you could kind of break it down however you want. However, um, so what are your short-term goals as an entrepreneur? When I say short-term, I'm thinking like the next two years. Like, what well, what are some of the goals? Kind of, I think we all get wrapped up on like, what's your long-term goal? And everybody's looking at something that's so far away. And I feel it's good to kind of put those, those short-term goals and try to reach as well. So if you could like just pick out one or two um, things. Um, you know, okay. I try not to think too much about the future. Okay. Um, the future is going to be the future. Yeah. I try to focus. I try to stay in the present. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, it, it, I mean, I guess if I was going to say uh, short-term goals, um, probably, you know, upgrading some more of my equipment. Um uh, probably, you know what, right now, young people, if I were you, I would really start putting money in cryptocurrencies, whether that's Bitcoin <laughs> yeah. and sitting on it and just waiting for it. 
um, to let it just grow. You yeah. know, um, I would do that. Um, and that's, so that's another short term thing for me. Um, at some point, you know, you just, um, I think probably, you know, I've tried everything, you know, yeah. I've, I think I've done just about everything. I used to have a, a sneaker store here in downtown back Damn. in 2013. It was called must be the soul. You guys can, if you go on Instagram and type in must be the soul S O L E, uh, you'll see I, my Instagram is still up there. I haven't done anything. But uh, we used to, you know, I had Yeezys. We used to sell what? on consignment. It was private. The only way you could get in, you had to have met me or gone through the Instagram account. And That's uh, nuts. That's dope. And uh, so, yeah, man, it was, it was a dope store. And I had a huge following. And I did that for about a year. And it was it was fun. I used, you know, I used to be a sneakerhead. And I was my thing. Um, I've, I've moved on to hats now. And um, <laughs> Okay. But um, I don't know. Probably, if anything... Um, I think probably anything short term is something where I'm not the product. Okay. I, and I think, I think that if, if for short term, like I, I need to make something where I am not as a photographer, videographer, web, I'm the product. Yeah. And if the product goes down, yeah, everything goes, goes like, down. you know, yep. everything goes down. So, so for me, it's still been just, um, you know, I've developed apps before. I've had an app Damn. Um, just a few years ago. Um, uh, you know, man, I've, I, I've tried it all, man. I, yeah. I don't think there's anything that I have not tried. I had a studio in downtown. Uh, That's dope. Back in 2007, right? That white building that's straight across from the- um, It's kind of two-story, You right? know, the down, uh, uh, what's that? Dagny's Coffee Shop? Coffee Shop, right above that's it. That's right up above it. Damn. Back then, it was just- a bunch of you know, accountants and stuff, and, and me and my friend Monty Wilson, we uh, we opened up the first photo studio in there, and then from there we went to uh, 18th and I Street, where there's a there's a hair salon next to a State Farm, mm -hmm. and that hair salon we used to that used to be us. That was a um, so you know I, I I try everything where I, I yeah. try not to be the product. That's know? dope. So yeah. that's good though, man. That's hella good. Um, you got to have goals. I I'm. I'm yeah. I'm really big on goals, but also at the same time, I also feel like I've retired. I, re I feel like okay. I retired like 10 years ago. Oh, damn. Like everything I, like, I, I just feel like my life is, um, I'm doing everything that I love doing and I never feel like I'm working. That kind of shows too on the stuff you post. Yeah. Like everything I, don't seem like a job that you post. I'm like, this, like you're literally just creating. That's what it seems like I, to I'm me. Just, I'm just, you know, I'm just making stuff. I'm doing whatever I want to do. Um, I have, great clients and they trust my vision and um i just i just really i feel like i retired 10 years ago and and uh you know my day is my day and i kind of do what i do and you know uh, i i i stick to commercial work and i stick to portrait work um things that like like move me a certain yeah way you know and um I, I learned that from one of my photography heroes, man. Like, shoot what you love, you know? That's, that's really big right now, too. Like, shoot what you love, like, because it'll show, man. Like, yeah. and, and the more you keep doing it, the more you'll keep building relationships. And, and, and then, you know, you can take it further, you know, and you can, you can make something. But it's this, you know, in the photography business, um, you know, it, it's hard. It's not easy. You know, I, it took me like seven years to get to a place where I felt 
comfortable, you know, but, but I don't rest on that, you know? Yeah. So I just look at every day is like, okay, I got to get one small thing done today. One, yeah, you know, um, as long as I get one small thing done, whether that's photographing something or making something, then I've done my job for the day. And, and, and I know a bunch of small things become a really big thing. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, man, like, Pick up the phone. If people call you and they and they want you to take their photo, know know what your price is. Yeah. If they should they should be able to describe something, you should be able to go, hey, yeah, um, I'm selling, you know, you, you know, if you get a session with me, here's what you're gonna get. Yeah. Like you sh you should know exactly what they're gonna get, how much it's gonna cost, and also you should know like how long it's gonna take for you to to get them their stuff. Yeah. No one wants to sit around and wait a whole fucking month. So you can go through the photos to figure, figure out, out which ones are good, which, which ones are good, or which say. ones you gotta, you know, retouch yeah. and you know, knock it out. Yeah, you know, business, business. Yep. That's the business, business side of it, yep. man. That's the business side of it. Yeah, and that's um, I think I, I don't know if I read it or maybe I heard it on a podcast, but they're saying like um, just because you started a business off of like what you love to do doesn't mean you know how to run that business. Oh heck yeah, man! You know what I'm saying like you might like, um, you might just be someone who, let's just say for example, I don't know, cleans cars. You start a mobile car wash. Yeah. And like you're really good at what you're doing, but you just don't know how to take care of the business. You don't know how to get clients. You don't know how to promote yourself. You don't know how to market yourself. You don't know man your taxes or what you're gonna do whenever the year the year's over. You know like so they say like you know if you don't know that or you feel you can't learn it like go get someone that could help that for you or help you with that you know um, because like you said, if you don't know your business, you can sit there and struggle as long as you're open because you don't know what you're doing. There's like two sides of it. Yeah, man, you gotta know you gotta know your business. Yeah. You gotta know your worth. You gotta know you gotta you gotta know how to break down your cost and what is it costing you to do this. Yeah. It's not it's not free, especially when you're spending a crap load of money on cameras and lenses and you know, we're not even talking about lights. We're not even talking about stands and yeah. soft boxes and modifiers and V flats and, you know, um, sandbags and rolling carts. And you know what I'm saying? Like, we're not even talking about all those things. Uh, and, and, and then let alone, you know, you got to sell to somebody, you know, yeah. but it, I mean, dude, it's, you know, pick up my, my advice is pick up the phone, answer them, reply an email. And my next advice is this, don't expect, don't steal. Like, and here's what I mean. I, I don't know how much time. Do we got enough no, time? No, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Okay. I learned this, I learned this valuable lesson as an art director. I had a creative director in 2005. This guy's name was John Wagner. This guy was an amazing man. We could go into a meeting. A client could not know what they wanted. John knew what they needed. John could feed them the information to make it seem as if though it was their idea. And John would then, you see, yeah, you got it. And all he did was feed them. He was a great salesman. But we were in this art room. I'm the art director. And we would listen to music every day. We're streaming music, right? And I mean, this is, we're talking about Napster days, you know, oh, like damn. old yeah, Napster days yeah. where, where, you know, we had gigs upon gigs of music. Yeah. And we had this one guy, his name is Chris. And Chris was our, if you wanted music, you go to Chris in the office. 
Chris had it. Yeah. And so we're listening to music one day and John is like, man, Chris, you got to, you know, thousands of albums. How much does this cost you? And Chris is like, well, man, I just download it, man. I find these guys, you know? <laughs> yeah. And John says, man, I can't do that. I can't, I can't listen to this music. And I'm sitting there like, what? And he's like, yeah, man, I, I can't do this. I got to disconnect from this. He goes, man, do you know how much time an artist spends making that one song that makes me feel, feel good? Yeah. You know what they had to go through? And they make the, they make the song that speaks to me. And I'm sitting here Download. stealing it. Damn. And I was like, and I and I do. I went home that night and I formatted all oh, my yeah. hard drives. Damn. And I went and got a an iTunes account and I started buying all my music. Jeez. And it was the best lesson I learned. ever learned. Because if I'm stealing from another artist, how can I ever expect anybody pay to pay me? God damn. That's the truth. I used to, man, we used to have bootleg software, dog. You want an Illustrator, <laughs> Photoshop? Yeah, like, yo, we had we had all the cracks. <laughs> but the problem was, it was on the network. Like, yo, hey, Matt, you're on you're on audition? Okay, hey, log off so I can log in because we uh, can't log on at the same, same time. time. Yeah. Because we got the crack version. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, and dude, I was like, no more. I'm buying all my software. So from, I remember that day I went, I spent like $2,000 on the Adobe CS... Five Suite, I think it was at the time. Yeah, Photoshop, uh, Illustrator. I think I, I even think I got Premiere. I didn't get that. And I spent like two grand, and I had the best decision I ever made. So I don't bootleg nobody's shit. I don't steal nobody. I like whatever. If if I gotta license it, I license it. You know, whatever it takes because I know what it takes. Screw you know, yeah. Matt's over here recording, and I know that he's after this is done. He's got to edit. I know he's got to he's got to mix it. He's got to fix anything that he doesn't like about. It. He's got to punch up bombs, run compression. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But he got some stolen mics. You get what I'm saying? Like, no, I'm not saying that you no, do that. Yeah. But you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. like mm -hmm. you're, now you're just being foul. Yeah. And and I believe in karma. What you put out, it just comes back to you. Yeah. So no, that's a that, that's really dope advice. Like, cause like, I don't think anybody thinks about it that way. Because some things could be so small. Like, like you said, like downloading music, like nobody would think that's harm. But like you said, when he put it to that, he put Dude. it in that perspective. It's like, damn, that's nuts. Because yeah, like, how I mean, do you, you know expect like, anyone to pay you and you can't? Like, what's your favorite? Like, what's one of your favorite songs that you go, man? That's my song. Like, which which one? Um, uh, like just recent right now. It, it don't matter. All time, just like yo, that right there, that song defines who I am. Oh uh, damn, that's tough. Um, but there is a song right now. It's called Coffee. And bro, like I, li I could listen to that song all day. Who, who's it by? Quinn XC something. He's a new artist. Okay, it, it's it's a dope song to me. Just the vibe of it. It's like okay. So you, you so now put yourself in his shoes and and try to think about what did it take for him to create the song. Although yeah. you know it's the software. You know you can say all oh, the software is easier now. You can make easier be okay. Still, yeah, but he still had to catch a vibe to yeah. make you feel it through the music. For sure. And he still had to get it mixed because if it ain't mixed right, it ain't, it ain't gonna, gonna sound, sound right. Yeah. So you gotta pay someone to mix it. Yeah. And if it's a whole album, you gotta pay someone to master it, right? Yeah. So from song to song, it all sounds good. Yeah. You know, like, I, man, you know, you gotta just, man, you, what you put out comes back to you. You keep you keep shortchanging people and you keep cheating people. 
Toss on it. Yeah. It's gonna come back. And 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 you know what? I've seen it too here in this town. I've seen where photographers thought they were the shit and and uh you know, where they were going to do this and they were going to do that. And, and they were telling me I was never going to be shit. I was never going to do shit. Your, your photo work sucks. And, and no, seriously, this is back in the, like the late two thousands. Okay, sure. And yet here I am. Yeah. And they're, they're nowhere to be found anymore. They're not, they don't even do it anymore. Yeah. Why? Because they, work out for they weren't built that way because all they did was just bring negativity and I, you know, stay for positive. Sure. Definitely. That's just my, for sure. No, that's good advice, man. For sure. But um Did I answer your question? Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh but I appreciate you coming, man. Like Oh yeah, for thanks sure. for having me, um, man. On this conversation. I like talking to people. Information, especially a lot of advice. A lot of a lot of advice I feel like I took from that. Um that I never really thought of. Yeah. So I really appreciate that. That's good, man. Um, I man, I like talking to people. I like giving, you know, if I can look, man, if I can it doesn't take rock and science. Like if you see somebody burn their hand on the stove, like you should be able to go, oh, you know, that looked like it hurt. I probably shouldn't put my hand on the stove. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I, man, I, I, dude, I got stories for days, man. Like I, <laughs> I just got stories for, stories for days, man. Like I could just, I could go on with this shit. This, this is all the shit that plays in my head, man. When I'm walking, just, like what you saw that video, yeah, which, definitely. you know, I just happened to be walking by Daryl's mini stores that day. And it just brought back. And it just brought back. I was like, man, I remember when I used to sit out here, when I quit my job because of my, I, I was tired of my job and I wanted to change my life. Yeah. And I was like, yo, like. And it just right dude, there. Dude, I was, I, I mean, that first month I made like $1,500. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I was like, okay, well then I can do this. Yeah. And I was like, dude, literally charging $25. God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and when you look at the time, like now when I sit back and I look at the time, I was like, okay, well, I was out there for about an hour and then I had to upload the photos. I had to edit, put them up. Okay, go get them. That's another hour. And then I had to, you know, obviously the cost, it cost me like mm -hmm. five bucks. So I made $20. And then I, I thought about it and I was like, well, shit, I didn't really make no money. Mm -hmm. um, that's dope, man. I appreciate all the information you gave today. Yeah, man. Hopefully, Thanks for having hopefully me. Everybody who is tuned in would take it the same way. Um, your character, man. I, I, to me, when I first seen you, that's where I reached out. I thought you were super dope. And that's one thing I, I usually do when I look at other people who create and do stuff. I'm just my like, life is dope. It's dope, <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. So um, I'll have to show you that photo, man. Yeah. I, so I think it's on my on my Instagram. You you see it? It's in my office for sure. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Um, hopefully, maybe we can have you back, man. Um, sometime we can go over Anytime, something else. Man, you want to talk about more? I can go deeper for sure. So um, I think thank you, and I appreciate everybody who's tuned in. And if you guys are watching, please subscribe. Please like the video. Go follow Mike Lopez on Instagram. His content Mike is Lopez crazy. Mike Lopez 73. Or go Lopez to MikeLopez73.com. That'll lead you to all the shit that's going on in my head. It's right yeah, there. For sure. So go follow him. Follow Powerhouse Podcasting, Shot by Dame. Thank you guys. Peace out. I just made two cups of coffee. But you're not here to drink now. Forgot you left before the morning Guess I'll never